Hello and welcome to the first The Silent Entrepreneur podcast with me, Aaron Curtin. So here we are, first episode of The Silent Entrepreneur. Um, I don't really know how we're here, to be honest with you. Um, I thought I would start to write some notes um, and some bullet points, but what I don't want it to be is, is scripted. Um, I want it to be quite quite laid back and low key. So um, I have made some notes and the first note I've put on my page is what's the purpose of the podcast and how are we here? Um, I suppose it's been quite a journey to get to this point so far. For anybody listening that, that, that knows about me, I'm quite one for self-development, improving myself, impro- self-improving, um, whether that be reading books, listening to videos, motivational videos, podcasts, and just basically learning and taking everything in around me um, and using all of that good stuff, really, I suppose, to try and improve. And I suppose over the last two to three months, there's been various things that have happened in my life, good and challenging, and also bad, that's um, that's led me to be in a position where I am now, which is wanting to record a podcast. Why am I doing it? Um, I'm going to be quite selfish. I'm doing it for me. I learn a lot and take a lot from self-development and listening and learning to content. You know, I've been doing that since I was 23, 24. I think when I was doing it at the time, I, was, I used to get made fun of, ridiculed for wanting to improve myself, but I think that's a lot more acceptable these days, and I think a lot of successful people do it. Taking that stage on for me, actually, in preparation for this podcast, writing notes into my phone when things happen, writing things in my notepad, in my diary, has massively helped me come to terms with challenges in business, personal life, successes, highs, lows, and everything in between. So I think for me, it's... I'm in this position now wanting to record a podcast selfishly because it's going to help me. It's going to help me process things. It's going to help me reflect better. Um, I've not always been a massive talker, which contrary to what most people think, I'm quite a loud character, quite a brash character. Um, I like to say things how it is and be quite honest and transparent, but I'm not a massively big talker when things are difficult. I tend to, to hold the information in and, and only let it spill out when, when, when necessary. Um, and I think people who talk the least need, probably need to talk the most, um, especially when it's around challenging, um, challenging subjects and topics in, in personal and professional lives. So I think the first reason in terms of the purpose of the podcast is really for me um, to, to use it as a point of reflection, um, to improve myself, um, to de-stress, to talk, to let things out that are good and bad, to celebrate, to reflect on negatives things that I've learned. So that's sort of number one point of the podcast. I think that um, also something to really, really think about that I want to make sure it comes through in in, in some of the content that, that gets put out via the podcast is that it's really, really honest and transparent. Um, I'm a very, very honest and truthful and trusting character. Um, I hold those traits really close to my heart. And I think that actually when you look at the content that's out in the market at the moment and you look at social media and you look at all these successful people running big companies, being massively happy with big houses and flash things and going on a holiday every month and all this stuff and you see the pictures on Instagram and the posts on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter. Um, I think it's, I think 
90% of that stuff is really, really false and it's really, really fake. I don't think it really depicts real life. I don't think it depicts real life in business or personally or professionally. So I think a massive element for me is not only just with the, the, the reflection for myself, but it's also making sure that whatever I put out into the market is honest, it's transparent, whether it's good or bad, whether there's, whether there's elements of it that people agree with or not agree with. I'm not massively interested or bothered about that sort of feedback. I'm more interested in the debate. Um, I'm more interested in the reflection, the ability to talk about certain situations. Um, so I think all the content that's going to come out within the podcast is absolutely going to be honest and transparent, open, um, whether it's good or bad. And, and it's going to cover business related topics. It's going to cover personal stuff. You know, um, I'm a 33 year old guy. I've had a, a relatively, um, I'm trying to find the right word, uh, creative life. I've made good choices. I've made bad, I've made bad choices. And I think that actually when you see a lot of the content and a lot of the social media out there, it's really, really positive. And a lot of it is actually quite false to real life. And it's important for me if I'm going to put content out there that it's true to what I believe in, which is that things are difficult and there are hardships and there are hard times, but there are also really, really positive elements and highs to go with those lows. So um, the podcast is going to cover business, it's going to cover personal um, there's no real structure to it as such. I want to keep it that way, keep it quite flexible because I like to talk and that's, that helps me reflect and talk about different things and get things out in the open. Uh, maybe people will take some stuff from it. Maybe people won't. But like I said, first and foremost, it's it, it's for me to reflect. And if there's anything else that people want to get involved with or take from that, then then fair enough. You know, I'm a, a joint shareholder in a business called Guru Technology which has been going for just over two years. So I'm relatively new on the journey of um, business ownership. I've worked at different companies in the past. I've had different leadership in the past, which has been brilliant, which has been awful. I've learned a lot. By no means am I anywhere near the finished article as a leader. I think I do some things really great. I think I also make bad decisions and do things that are not so great. And that's just part and parcel of the of the journey. So I think also within the podcast, it's going to represent and, and depict how how a leader gets through starting a new business um, using actual examples from our our journey and my journey and as we grow I think the 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 process and what I want to put out there is to honestly depict that journey for me personally and for the business um, like I said the highs the lows the difficulties the challenges the positive elements as well and just bring that out in a really honest transparent open podcast um, no bullshit no you know, polishing a turd, I suppose, um, as the phrase goes, and really just discussing those experiences in a, in a really honest format. So really, you know, back to the first point, which is the, what I wrote first on the top of my notepad is the purpose of the podcast. That's what it's about. That's what it's going to cover. I'm sure it will develop over time. And maybe some people might be interested in that journey. Some people might not be. But again, like I said, it's, it's primarily there for reflection for me. I think what I'm also going to do as well is is... I've enjoyed noting down experiences over the last few weeks and months in preparation for the podcast. So uh, I've got a lot from that. So I think what I'm also going to do is kind of put a podcast out there um, every couple of weeks. We'll probably get a certain day and a time that it comes out. It's going to be um, it's going to be out across um, you know all social medias: Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Insta. Um, so I'll give you all that information towards the end of the podcast. Um, but um, like I said, it's it's going to be noting down stuff throughout my days, weeks, evenings, weekends that are going to give us topics for discussion and debate, I think, 
which is gonna which is gonna be really really interesting for people. I'm sure there's quite a lot of transferable experiences that that we've had and I've had in the last couple of years uh, and previous to that that maybe people can take some stuff from. The next point now you guys kind of understand the reason why I wanted to do a podcast. The name of the podcast is quite interesting. So I've been putting some articles out there recently. Uh, we've been talking about different topics about uh, leadership, about um, different experiences in business, starting a young company. Um, we've been talking about different elements of partnerships and relationships and balance um, and actually had some really, really positive and interesting and, and creative feedback with a lot of people that I haven't actually spoke to in a number of years, um, which has been brilliant. So anybody that's listening now, uh, listening to the podcast that listens in the future and listens back, um, that has read those articles and has given me some feedback. I really appreciate it. Um, if you can comment, if you can like and share anything you see regarding the podcast or any of the articles that I share, you know, with any feedback whatsoever, any suggestions on things that need, that, that you think could be tweaked, improved, or suggested talking topics, maybe, um, then please shout up and, and just ping us, uh, ping us an email, um, and we'll uh, and we'll go from there. Um, the next thing I've put in my notepad is um, a phrase seeing inexperience gain experience so that's seeing inexperience gain experience and what i mean by that is seeing you know we're a young company most of the people that are involved in guru had never done telecoms before before starting at the business um, and everyone's got to start somewhere and we made a point of hiring people that had never done this before because in starting the in, in starting Guru and starting the business, we wanted to be different. We wanted to um, create a business that revolutionises the way that people transact in this industry, putting the power back into the customers' hands and bringing that closer to the to the customer rather than the big corporate businesses. Um, people that have genuine, you know, a business that's generally got a devoted nature to its clients, to its staff, um, and to the the ongoing involvement and evolution of the business into the future. And I think what I mean by seeing inexperience in experience is a really positive comment, really, because one of the things that really motivates me over and above just the general success of the company so far is seeing people that haven't got a clue come in day one and then day two, day seven, day 30, day 90, day 120, year one, year two, seeing that experience, that inexperience go from somebody who didn't know anything at all to somebody who's gaining more experience. You know, focusing on self-improving, committed to the cause, working hard, being tremendously dedicated, learning their craft, embracing change with a positive mindset and, and learning and experiencing situations with customers and with staff in this industry. So that's a massive motivator for me because, you know, we never started the, the business to go and want to be rich. You know, that's not really why we started the company, you know, both myself and John of experienced in the industry, we can go and get another job at, at probably director level in most telecoms companies and go and earn a reasonable a reasonable crust. But it was about doing something for ourselves, using our our experience and offering something different to a customer in terms of that management structure for a client um, and revolutionising that in terms of doing it in a really customer focused and committed way um, and having staff that really believe on believe in that story, offering different products, offering a unique set of products that can give a really quality business service experience to a client is really, really important to us. And having staff that are that committed, just as committed, if not more than we are as well, is really, really vital to the success and ongoing success of the business. So I think it's a bit like a plant, isn't it? You know, you, you plant the seed, you water it, you nurture it, 
you know, sometimes it flourishes, sometimes it doesn't, but it grows and it grows steadily over time, upwards and upwards and upwards, outwards and outwards and outwards. And, and, and suddenly you, you have a lovely flower or a vegetable or whatever gets created from that seed that you've planted. And it's the satisfaction of the work that you put in to cultivate the seed, not the finished article. And when it is finished, there's even more that can be done with it. So I think for us, it's, you know, when I'm saying about inexperience, gaining experience, it's really, really satisfying from, from a leadership perspective for me personally to see people come in with no confidence whatsoever. Um, you know, we, we had a couple of people come in to the business at the start that wouldn't even pick the phone up. I wouldn't answer a phone. The phone would ring and they would jump in the air and not want to answer it and not have the confidence to say even something so simple to me of, hi, welcome to Guru Technology. How can I help you? And seeing that inexperience develop experience and confidence over such a short space of time is tremendously rewarding and satisfying. And, and one, of the, one of the reasons and one of the parts of the DNA that's really important to us in terms of that development within the business, you know, we've had people come in that have never done the job before at all and are learning new skills in finance, in customer service, in deal processing, in sales. Um, just generally learning the industry. I mean, before I started in the industry 16, 17 years ago, I didn't even know that these sort of companies existed. I had no experience in it. I was, you know, 18, 19 years of age, didn't have a clue where you buy a phone from or where you buy technology products from and didn't know there was wholesalers and brokers out there that did that for businesses and, and consumers. And going through that sort of learning curve and understanding what that means and seeing people go through that evolution of their self is, the most, is one of the most rewarding things and reasons why we started the business in the first place. So I think there's, there's some real important elements to gain from that and some tips as well that I've sort of learned over the years is probably three or four main elements that are really, really important if you want to turn that inexperience into experience and build that confidence over time. And these, the, these elements are parts that you can use in any, any role uh, and probably in any, any, any part of life as well in terms of building your confidence. First of all, you need to be committed to improving yourself. If you can't be committed to improving yourself, then nobody else is going to be committed to you because you've got no self-worth. So you need to have the confidence to at first look from within and look at yourself and think, okay, where do I need to improve? What can I improve on? And look at the tools within the business and outside the business and, and, and your network in order to be able to focus and making that mindset change to improve yourself, whether that be mentally, physically, for your skill set, you know, for your knowledge, um, whatever it is, for your confidence, just having the ability to understand that you need to look at yourself and think, okay, there's probably improvements that I need to make. How can I go about doing that? And setting a, a plan in place over a, a short period of time to build it up and up and up to actually improve over time. Um, you need to be committed, not just to the business, you need to be committed to the company. You need to be committed, more importantly, to yourself. Um, with your self-improvement, with the time that you spend. I meet a lot of talkers and not a lot of walkers, as the phrase goes, and probably 95% of people that I've ever worked with are, are really, really good at talking about wanting to commit and wanting to be tremendously committed to the cause, to themselves, to their family, and, and, and committed to self-improving themselves to go and do better and improve their confidence and improve their skills and their performance. But only 5% of them probably really commit and I mean truly commit over a consistent period of time because anybody can do it for a couple of months. But, you know, when you when, when you start to commit long term over a, over a year, year upon year upon year period, you know, the compounding result of that means that you are just years ahead of everybody else. And like I said, to stand out from the crowd, to commit to developing yourself and being tremendously committed to that cause is probably the strongest bit of advice that I can give. 
in order to turn your inexperience into experience, you've got to be a hard worker. You've got to be dedicated. Um, and there's different versions of what people, do, you know, will understand dedication and hard work. Um, and I'm not here to say that people are working hard or not working hard enough. But in order to get anywhere, you have to work hard. You know, there's there's no one, there's not many people on this earth that even even the people that are tremendously successful that maybe have been born with money or you know a great upbringing. You know, to be to be consistently successful and happy and experienced and good at your craft over time, um, you've got to be a hard worker. And you and, and to be in that top two, three, four, five percent, you've got to work harder than anybody else. I mean, I'm not technically the best. I haven't got all the answers. There's there's more skilled people in this industry than me. There's more experienced people in this industry than me. There's better business owners than me. But there's very few that will be as dedicated and as hardworking as what I am. And I've, over time, massively improved my chances of success by focusing on that area and developing those other areas over time and developing that confidence and experience with different product sets and different, different, um, different elements of business. Um, but certainly you can, you know, if, if, if you're a young person listening to the podcast, you can make up for experience with hard work and dedication. It's a great place to start. Um, I also think that an element of learning is really important. So I know I spoke about at the start about self-improving, but I think an element of learning and having you know sections of time dedicated to learning is important. Um, so it does go hand in hand with self-improvement. So whether that's listening to podcasts, whether that's um, watching videos, whether that's reading the right books, whether that's spending more time with more experienced people than you that set you a good example, whether that's learning about products, whether that's learning new skills in and out of your industry, um, or whether that's just a young person wanting work experience to soak up as much information as possible. Um, you know, my daughter's going to be 16 in November and she doesn't know what she wants to do. And I thought a few years ago, you know, I'd be able to help her on that journey. And I don't think I can. The only advice I can give her is you just need to experience more stuff and you'll figure it out. And if you've got an open mind to learning and improving yourself, being confident, putting yourself out of your comfort zone, working tremendously hard and whatever it is, whether it's a bar job, whether it's a restaurant job, whether it's a call center job, whether you're knocking doors like I did when I was 16, 17 for 100% commission for two and a half years in all weathers, getting told to piss off on people's doorsteps at nine at night. You know, apologies if anybody listening, I've done that too. I won't be doing it again. But, you know, whether it's doing any of those things, you've got to be open to work hard and learn. And that's what I keep telling her is, look, you just need to keep experience in distance, different situations, gain your experience and just keep an open mind. But you need to work hard. You need to be dedicated. You need to be open to learning. Um, over and above that, and probably one element that's really, really vital as well is having the skill to embrace change. Life throws everything at you all the time. And, you know, I've made some pretty interesting choices over the last 15 to 17 years of my life, which has made my life more difficult. But you don't know that at the time. And you try and do your best and you try and make choices for the right reasons, given every situation. But certainly embracing change for me in the last five, six years has been vital to keeping my head in the right place um, and keeping my head firmly screwed onto my shoulders. Life will throw everything at you. You will need to constantly change. And I think there was a, my, my old MD, Marcus, um, once said the only, th the only consistent thing in life and business is change. And, and, and that stuck with me for a very long time because he's right. You know, it was always right. There's constantly change, whether it be home life, whether it be partners, whether it be kids, whether it be school, whether it be work, whether it be business, companies, products, 
weather, time of the day, whatever it is, there's con- life is all about evolving change. And if you can embrace change and learn to deal with it, then I think it, it, it helps um, helps you be, you know, helps you take your inexperience into somebody that is experienced as such. Um, I think if you shut change out, I think you, you're limiting yourself. I think you're making yourself miserable. I think it will compound over time and add pressure and stress to situations. And at some point, it'll be the straw that breaks the camel's back and you'll have to go and change anyway. So why not embrace the change from the start and be open to change? Doesn't mean you have to go and do it, but certainly being having an open mind to change, I think massively helps with with um, with gaining experience for, for people in all walks of life. Just moving on from that, um, the next thing I noted in my book a few weeks ago was, when thinking about the podcast, probably about a month ago, was, uh, was a question really. And I, I put a lot of things in my notepad and I asked myself a lot of questions because like I said, purpose of it, purpose of the podcast really for me is to, is to help me reflect and talk because it's not something I've done very well over the last few years um, and what I've wrote down is why do people find it weird that I find work energizing question mark and I, I purposely didn't make any notes on this because I thought I want to make it up as I go because I think I'll probably get some some honesty from myself I mean just thinking about it is that a bad reflection on me is it a bad reflection on the person asking the question is it a lack of knowledge from that other person about my work? Is it a confirmation that they're not happy in their work and they're jealous that I'm happy in mine? Um, you know, that, that question, why do people find it weird that I find work energising, is, is a real strange one. I think when I look back over the years, I always have. I don't know whether this is just programmed into me. I'm not sure. I mean, you know, I was set some pretty, pretty good examples growing up with, uh, my my brother working, he's still working in the same company now after over 20 years. Um, he always worked tremendously hard. I used to see him get dressed, um, go to work, come back and do a great job from a very, very early age and get into employment super, super quick when he was 17, 18 um, from school, from sixth form. Um, I had examples of my mum uh, working at pubs, doing waitressing, cleaning people's houses whilst bringing me and my brother and my sisters up. Um, over time and sort of really trying their best to make ends meet and spinning a load of plates to try and bring bring money into the house um, and was working as many hours doing cleaning you know in and around my nan's house as possible um, I think when I think about my dad who probably is one of my biggest role models and examples of what what is important to me and when I think about what I said previously about hard work and dedication and commitment you know, my dad's a builder. He's 78, 79 now. That's really bad. I'm, su- I'm, 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 you will learn this. I'm bad with dates. I'm bad with names. Uh, and I'm bad with ages and dates of birth and stuff like that. So please don't ask me. But, um, you know, he's getting, he's getting on towards 80 now and he's now retired. But, um, when I was growing up, all I remembered from my dad uh, in my early years, other than playing football at the garden, um, was me waking up and him not being there me coming home from school and him being passed out next to a plate of food that's been gobbled down after a hard day work on a building site somewhere. And he'd be out from five, half five in the morning till six, half six, seven at night, some days, doing physical, you know, he might be digging a hole a whole day, he might be laying, you know, as a carpenter, uh, carpenter, so he might be building something, he might be digging a hole, he might be digging footings, he might be whatever he's doing, but he used to come home, cuts, bruises, blood, mud, sweat, absolutely battered and tired and when I walked in from school or 
you know, when he walked in from work, all I remember is just seeing him asleep on the dining room table nine times out of ten. Absolutely bollocksed. Absolutely bollocksed. And I think from my experiences of, you know, I had sort of three, four paper rounds when I was 13 years old. I always wanted to earn money. I was the kid that would go get the fake ID first in the class so I could go and buy things to sell it on and try and make some money. I'd take a couple of quid that I'd get from my mum for lunch. She doesn't know this, so hopefully she's not listening to this if she is. Sorry, mum. But I'd take your couple of quid. I'd go down the shop with my fake ID. I'd buy pound fifty for a pack of sterling, whatever they were, um, fags and I go and sell them for a pound of fag at school and I go and make eight quid a day and I go and spend that on sweets and food and I give it to my friends I bring it home and I come home with more money than I had at the start of the day um, and I think I've always when I actually think back I think I've always been in it for doing something a little bit more and I think I've always had a streak of you know how can I make some money how can I make look after people with that money and try and make people happy and make myself feel happy and enjoy it. So I think when I look at my work career um, and spending many years at a company called Pure Business, um, you know, for seven, eight years of my career, which was a brilliant time. Um, and I look back at the energy that I had to come to work every day, the energy I had to go to work at a company that I was doing door-to-door sales with in town, in the town centre, when I was at a call centre working, selling, selling kitchen appointments. And I look at every single job I've ever had, bar work when I was doing it part-time at a pub in Obelisk near my house at the time. I look at every single job and I look for, and I remember back, I mean, look, not, not every day because, you know, this podcast is about being honest and there was days where I didn't want to get up. I think we all have them. But nine times out of 10, as sad as it sounds or not sad, I look forward to going to work every single day. I look forward to seeing people. I look forward to meeting people. I look forward to learning something. I look forward to earning money. I look forward to pushing things on, doing something different. When I look back at the question, why do people find it weird that I get up and find work energising? I just feel like it's part, a massively important part of my life. And without it, I'd be lost. And that doesn't mean that I haven't got other parts of my life because I have. I've got a great family. I've got great friends. I see a lot of people. I, I travel to a lot of places. You know, I, I've got a great partner. We've got a dog. We've got a house. You know, I've got great kids. You know, there's tons of stuff in my life, which is brilliant. Um, I don't need work to fill any holes because I've got a lot of things in there already. But um, I class work and my work and my attitude to work just as important as those things because it makes me happy and it gives me energy and it makes me positive and it also makes me negative and it also drains my energy and it also makes me stressed depending on what's going on. So, But all of those things are part of the challenge, all part of the journey and journey gets brandished around a lot. But I feel like work is a bit of a journey. You know, some days are good, some days are bad, highs, lows. It's just part of it. And, and embracing change, like we said previously in, 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 the, in the last statement, having that ability to embrace change enables me to look forward to change in a positive way with a positive mindset. So it means when I wake up in the morning, the majority of the time, I genuinely want to get up. I feel energized. I feel enthused about going into my office and seeing people, great people that I love. I feel positive about going to work. Well, you know, when I used to go and knock doors for a living and get told to piss off every other door, I enjoyed it. You know, I ended up turning those negatives into a positive. And rather than me going out and trying to count how many signups I got and how many products I sold and how much commission, I would count how many people told me to piss off because I would turn that negative into a positive and I'll try and beat it the next day. And I'll try and use humor to do that, to keep my attitude positive. So, 
Yeah, I don't know if that really is an answer. I'll do a lot of fluffy talking, which is probably why I'm pretty suited to a podcast. So I'm 30 minutes in now, and I don't feel like I've said anything. But um, why do people find it weird that I get up with, with energy in the morning? I don't know. Um, it's an interesting topic. Maybe, maybe anybody who's listening to this, when you listen to it, can put some comments in and can send me an email or can reply back to me via social media and tell me what gets them up in the morning and what makes them have energy. You know, maybe it's the same as me. Maybe it's a purpose. Maybe it's family. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's education. I don't know. For me, it's all of those things. It's what work means to me and what my life means to me. I'm happy to wake up because at the end of the day, you never know when that time is going to go out. So why waste that day? You know, get up early. Get up 5.30, 6 o'clock, half 6. Get up and make the most of your day. Why not? You know, what's the worst that's going to happen? So, look... Moving on to the next element of what I wanted to talk about, I wrote in my, uh, and I've recently just done an article on this actually, is um, partnerships and balance. Um, and when I'm talking, I mean, partnerships and balance could cover a lot of stuff. So, you know, we'll, we'll probably talk about it in future podcasts in, in a bit more detail, but I want to talk about it in quite a, a specific context at the moment in terms of my business with Guru and my business partner, John. We operate really, really well together. I've known John since I was 15. You know, I annoy him today the same as I annoyed him 15 years ago. I met him at a call center. He was quite quiet. I was quite loud. I would sit next to him every single shift and try and sell loads of stuff. He would be under the table because I was too loud. So he would, if you can imagine a, a noisy call center floor, I would be sitting on the table, Wolf of Wall Street style, pitching my heart out, trying to sell whatever it is that we were looking to sell to people that probably didn't want it and experiencing that and doing okay at it, John would have a completely different uh, approach to it. I never heard him on the phone. He's so quiet, um, you know, calculated, professional. He would he would sit underneath the table because I was too loud. Um, he doesn't sit underneath the table now. I think he kind of accepts that I'm just really, really loud and he has to get on with it and maybe talk a bit louder. But in terms of balance and partnership, you know, him being the business partner in, in Guru Technology is massively, massively key to the ongoing balance and success of this company. Um, and also the ongoing balance that we have for each other because it's all well and good starting companies and starting teams and having new ideas with people that are very similar to yourself. Um, I think that's a really dangerous way to go. I think it's um, I think it's a hard way to go because I think you lower yourself into a full sense of security um, I think you get yes all the time to answers in meetings, um, which again, it's risky because you need challenge. Um, and I think where where John brings balance to the situation is he has the same beliefs as me and the same goals and aspirations as me, the same DNA, the same beliefs, you know, the same commitment, hard work, dedication, honesty, trust, um, you know, embracing change, the ability of wanting to self-improve himself and learn and get better every single day and do that for himself and myself and the business and its people. But what he does is he goes about it completely differently to me. You know, it's yin and yang. And I think it's really important in a partnership, uh, whether it's business or, 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 or a personal partnership um, or, or, you know, a relationship. I think coming away from that yes, 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 false sense of success and, and positivity and going to have positive challenge, providing you're basing that on the right things, which are your overall goals for the journey of the company, your DNA, your culture, your beliefs, 
of how to do things and how to operate. As long as that stays true, I think that having somebody operate completely differently is a massive positive. Um, you know, whereas I'm quite outspoken, he's quite quiet, um, unless he's had a drink. Um, and then he's completely different. He'll be dancing everywhere with his signature dance move, which I'm not going to let on, let on about. Um, but it's awful. Um, you know, I like to change things a lot. He sticks to the plan. Yeah, I like to have quite a flexible, fluffy approach to situations and look at different options, whereas he likes to stick to a process. Um, and he likes to, to dedicate himself to that process and make sure it's done to the T. Whereas I'm not as much into the detail as that. I, I, I like to kind of have a more relaxed approach. Um, so I think in terms of what we bring to the business when we're making decisions on the future and about what we want to do, where we want to go and how we want to go and do it, it's good to have that balance and it's good to have that mixture of knowledge. Um, I think when you're talking about relationships, you know, if you look at me and um, my partner, Sophie, we've been together just over two years. You know, we've had a lot of challenges in our relationship, um, you know, immediately from the start, a lot of opposition of us being together for different reasons. And a lot of people that, that weren't particularly keen. But because we've got the same values, we value family, we value friends, we value looking after people, we value being caring and considerate and looking after people that are in our circle and, and, and doing it with a smile on our face, with fun, with keeping things fresh. I think that, you know, when you've got that same DNA and those same values, you know, regardless of what's thrown at you, whether it's personally or professionally, I think that you will always see it through. Um, but I think it's really important to have the balance. So whereas I am quite a public person, I can be quite a public person. She's very private. I do a lot on social media. She rarely updates her social media. I can't sit still of an evening and I hate having time to, in quotes, chill. Whereas she loves that time to relax and chill and maybe just watch a film or whatever. Whereas I get itchy feet. Um, I'm quite talkative, whereas she's quite relaxed. So... When you look at that from a relationship point of view, it balances itself out. And, and that's what I mean about the point about balances and um, partnerships is in order to have a partnership, whether it's a girlfriend, a wife, a, a business partner, um, in order to have a partnership that's going to last the test of time, there needs to be balance. Um, and you need to have the same beliefs. But it's OK if you go about those beliefs in slightly different ways. And it's actually quite healthy. And I think it brings healthy debate, it brings challenge, it brings change, and it brings evolution. It brings happiness, it brings excitement. Maybe going back to a previous point, maybe that's why I get up in the morning feeling excited and energized because of that change, because of that variety, because of that difference. Maybe that's why our tagline for the business is we are different, we are guru. You know, being different is exciting, being different is different, and that's the point. But I think with partnerships and relationships, you need to have your yin and your yang. But where that falls down is when you don't have the honesty, when you don't have the loyalty, when you're not on the same page, when you deliver things in a certain way, which is not um, depicting the culture and beliefs of the organisation or the owners or the staff or the people. So I think when it starts to fall down in relationships out of work and in work as well is when you deviate from that core and you deviate from that, that core DNA that runs through both both parties. And I think um, sort of one of the final points that I want to talk about is story, stories. Um, another reason why I wanted to do this podcast is I want to tell my story. I want to tell my guru's story for, for the reasons that I stated at the start. And I think 
what you'll see online is a lot of stories that are false, a lot of fake stories, a lot of people on Instagram that, that are really happy and they're doing this and that. And usually those people are probably the most miserable and, the mo- and feel the most, le- you know, the less value in their lives. But I think embrace the story. Um, what I'm trying to do is embrace my story. Um, there's going to be some, you know, some, some, some tougher chats that I have on this podcast moving forward when I dig into things that have really challenged me over the last, you know, 15 or 17 years. I'm sure there's going to be some moments of emotion, some emotions, uh, you know, some moments of anger, happiness, sadness when I go through those those elements. But I think it's important to have and embrace and own your story. Um, and I think when you transa- translate that into business, every business has a story. It started somewhere. Our, our story started on a dining room table. Our st- st- story started suffering with no money, with selling to survive, with with trying to build something we were proud of with absolutely nothing to start, not knowing how we were going to pay ourselves, not understanding what the future looked like. But what it did have was a clear set of goals and objectives of what we wanted to feel when we got there and what we wanted to try and create. And then that evolved and developed over time. So I think, you know, embrace the story, embrace your business's story if you're a startup. You know, just because you're small, embrace that story that you're small. Um, just because you're small doesn't mean you can't do a fantastic job and change your industry, change how you feel. Own it, embrace it. Don't worry about what other people say. Play your own game. And when I'm saying about playing your own game, you know, play your own game with the circle of people that you trust. Um, people that have got the same. And if you don't know who you, you know, because sometimes it's hard to, to understand who you can trust and who you can't. But And sometimes that, that, that is genuinely part of your story when you make those, those decisions, positive or negative. But try and judge it by people that have got the same destination, the same ethics, the same core, the same beliefs as you. You know, when you're choosing a, a business partner, try and try and find someone that has that same core, but maybe goes about things differently and has a different skill set. Um, but when you're talking about your story, whether it's in business or whether it's personal, be proud of the story. Even if you feel you've not achieved something, you probably have. You probably achieved a lot more than what than what you think you have. Um, you know, we're two years into the business. You know, we're not we, we we haven't ripped up trees in our first two years. We've done great. We're, I'm re- very proud about how 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 we go about things and what we do. Um, and but we're not a household name and we don't want to be a household name we want to be the best at what we do um, and I'm not interested about what Vodafone want to do or O2 or, or other other parties we're interested in Guru we're interested in Guru technology we're interested in our vision we're interested in cultivating our set of DNA of values and culture we're interested in looking after our people and doing a fantastic job for our customers and we're interested in the business being a vessel and a boat to get from one place to another. And that place is different for absolutely everybody involved with your story and everybody involved within your organization and your network. Yes, it could be monetary, it could be financials, but most of the time it's not. Most of the time it's things like confidence, belief, education, learning, ability to adapt. You know, we want our business and our network and me as a leader, my job is to cultivate an organization and an environment that brings people along on that journey, that journey of excitement, turning one person getting up in the morning excited into 10, into 20, into 100, into 500. That's the job. So look, I hope you found some of those bits interesting. When I started the podcast and I was writing some notes on it, I thought, crikey, I don't know how long this is going to last. Um, I don't want to bore anybody, but look, it's honest. It's it's truthful. That's 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 what you'll always get from me, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. I'll give you my opinions um, and and take it as you will. 
Um, it will be honest and will continue to be. And that, that, that for me is a promise. What we're going to do will end um, here. I'll just give you some details in terms of uh, what's going to happen next. So we're probably going to look, I'm probably going to look at putting a podcast out every couple of weeks. So I'd really, really appreciate some feedback. I'd hate to think there wasn't any feedback, but then again, maybe that's just being me, me being a bit pedantic. But please give us some feedback um, on what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, all feedback is absolutely welcome. If you see any of our handles on Insta, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Spotify, Apple and Google Play, online on the website, if you see anything at all, please like and share. Uh, please comment with some feedback. Uh, I will really, really appreciate it. Um, every single person that, that leaves a comment um, or that asks me a question, you know, anyone that knows me knows I'm very honourable and I keep to promises. I'll respond to absolutely everybody. If that's one person, it's one person. If it's 100 people, it's 100 people. Um, but look, please comment as well if there's any, any particular subjects you're struggling with, anything that, that could be discussed um, that we could get some, some views on would be fantastic. It'd be great to get this podcast interactive. But like I said, first and foremost, it's, it's about talking about some of the notes that I've made over the last few weeks in a very, very honest fashion. And, and that's the purpose of the podcast is that ability to reflect and learn. Um, and like I said, I'll leave you with one point, which is what I started with, which is people who talk the least probably need to talk the most. Very powerful statement when you think about it. And I think there's stuff that we can take from that. Thank you very, very much, everybody. And I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback and jumping on another podcast in the next couple of weeks. I've got a couple of ideas for the next podcast, which should be really exciting and, and fantastic and very interesting for everybody. So I said I'd remind you about our social handles. So if you want to check us out, the website is www.thesilententrepreneur.co.uk. Uh, you can email in on let's talk at thesilententrepreneur.co.uk. Um, you can catch us on Spotify, Apple and Google Play and SoundCloud just by searching that uh, in there. Uh, YouTube, again, the Silent Entrepreneur page. Twitter is at TS Entrepreneur. Instagram is AK underscore the Silent Entrepreneur. Uh, and Facebook uh, has a page in exactly the same name. So the Facebook and LinkedIn page are both called the Silent Entrepreneur. So if you want to hit, hit us up on any of those medias, that would be great. Feedback, comment, like, share. Uh, would really, really appreciate any comments and feedback from everybody on, on any of those mediums. Uh, please get in touch and I'll see you soon.